0: Well good morning. How are you guys today? Yeah, it's on. Okay. Oh <laughs> uh, have a good week. Can't believe it's October already. Like what the what the <laughs> um, Oh definitely glad to be here today that we can gather together before the Lord, and we can, we can worship Him, you know, we can, we can gather before the Almighty and open up His Word. So as, as we uh, continue uh, the series that we started last week of this, uh, this upside-down world, I, I really started thinking about hope, you know, the, the basic thought of the, the world views that we looked at and defined last week, uh, that we see throughout our culture. And throughout the whole world you know they uh, they really you know speak to uh, diversity um, that we need you know these theories we need education we need you know all this different stuff and and what I really stopped and thought I was like no what we what we truly need is revelation right we we need a, a, a revealing world or word <laughs> to the world uh, the the world seeks diversity now uh, It is the hallmark of, of movies, shows, literature, uh, the arts uh, and even the Oscars, I don't know if you've seen the, the newest news out of the Oscars, uh, but it shows that you know the diversity of life uh, needs to be seen uh, of our journeys of the paths we can take uh, the modern post-truth era uh, loves. Uh, this uh, what is called existentialism there 's one of our big words of today is uh, defined as this the approach which emphasizes the existence of the individual person as a free and responsible agent determining their own development through acts of will you know that that defines the transgender movement right you know, it it defines the gender fluid fight you know it it is you know, we choose who we are. You know, the other word for our, our age uh, is uh, autonomy. Autonomy is defined as independence, freedom, and self-governance. Uh, you know, we decide what we want to be. And we can be whatever we want to be, uh, only in the Army National Guard though, right? Yeah. Come on. Woo. You know, good old good old trailers. the truth is that God has formed and framed us. Just as the verses that that Bryce talked about, he formed and framed the nations, and he formed and framed people. God has placed us in the period of time, in this period of time, for a reason. And we need to seek that out. Experience does play a part, but it is not a whole. And freedom does play a part, but it is not the whole either. What we need to experience is truth and we need to find our deepest freedom in Christ no matter what age or era we live in. We cannot be a people who put feelings and freedoms above what is true. Uh, let's let's pray. Oh, Father God, we, we thank you for today. We thank you for everything that you have given us to this day nice, cool day that we can enjoy. Lord, to to time in and, and Sunday school with brothers and sisters and your son, that we can enjoy fellowship and that we can go through life together. Father, I just pray for our nation. I, I do pray for our, our president and the first lady. I pray for all of those struggling with COVID right now. I pray for these different uh, different things to work to help to help others, the therapeutics and uh, and everything. Be with the doctors, give them wisdom and uh, Father we just uh, pray for this time in your word that you would encourage us, that you would pierce us through with your truth and that we would be people of truth and living in the light of your revelation Lord in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Well, the, the question I'd like to start with or kind of go back to is, where is our hope? And one, one speaker at Summit Ministry once put it like this, your hope and our hope is in the grave. And I was like, wait, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? You know, it means that our hope is in death or rapture as the church as as a whole and as individual believers that make up the church we hope in that and we'll see the the context of that here soon but i'd like to look at what the world hopes at or hopes for first what does hoping in humanity look like and can hope be found there you know, if we look back over, you know, marxism or <laughs> critical race theory or secular humanism, postmodernism and and all the others, we see that there is an overwhelming theme that hope lies within us. good luck. you know, to pull ourselves up into morality, to find ourselves self-fulfilled and we'll all be good to right all the wrongs of history. Or if we if we make up our own paths, if we take up arms and have a revolution, this is us making our own way. This is hope in the world. But the truth is for, for all of those views, it will not provide a solution. That's That's why buying into any part of critical race theory is so dangerous. Because it will not bring reconciliation, which God wants. He wants. He desperately wants for all nations. But it only happens through Christ, not with false views of history. All these worldviews breed hate and hurt. And these false worldviews do not bring hope. They will destroy humanity, all while chanting to life, to life everlasting. Jesus, in fact, says this. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that, we, that leads to destruction. And those who enter it are many, by it are many. And we are to seek the narrow way. You know, it is narrow and hard, but it leads to life. So we cling to the truth of the Lord because it is, he is our hope and stay. You know, it is the hope that brings life. You know, where the path of destruction is is wide. There you know, there is no narrow thing there. There is no, you know, general, you know, one belief, one doctrine, one teaching, one word you know, to stand by. But our faith has that. You know, the wide way is a very easy path because it can be of our own making. It can be of our own flavor. This is why worldviews matter so greatly. Because it tells us, it's that, it's that grid that we talked about last week, It tells us where our hope is. Is it in me? Is it in a, a movement? In a government? In a, in a leader? Or is it in the everlasting one? For the believer in Christ, for the church, our hope is not of this world Please turn in your Bibles with me to Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, Paul states Hope for me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Even in his estate, which was prison, right? He was in prison. Paul knows who he lives for. He lives for Christ. And he is about that mission before him that his Savior has given him. And then he says this, and to die is gain. Death is no loss for him because Paul doesn't live for himself, his stuff, his hobbies. No, he lives for Christ. So the purpose of life is in what the Lord is about. So Paul is about this. He states this down in verse 23, if we look a little down further. In verse 23, he says, I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to, depart, is to depart and be with Christ, for it is far better. Paul wants to continue working and writing and planting churches, but at the same time, he wants to depart and be with Christ, for it is far better. You know, Paul is confident in this life because his home is in Christ. You know, this, this, this subject, this situation really has to do with what, what do we love? You know, what, what do we love? Do we love the Lord or do we love the world? Now please turn in your Bibles with me to 1 John chapter 2. First John chapter 2, uh, verses 15 through 17, John writes this. Do not love the world or the things in the world. For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eye, eyes, and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Now, this is clear. Now, John says, Do not love the world or the things of the world. Let us love the Father, our Father in heaven. You know, the world is, is all about the flesh the desires of the eyes, and the pride of life. The world is about fulfilling the flesh. It is, you know, you know with that, it's, it places things that are appetizing before us, and it draws us by the pride of life. This is this is how the world system, I mean, this is how marketing works too. <laughs> you know, it's It's about our sinful nature, our carnality. It places those things before us, so our desires would take us there. And they and they will. Without the Holy Spirit and God's truth in our lives, they will. Now, this is all connected to our, our pride of life. That is where we, we think life is all about us. You know, the world revolves around our wants, our needs. You know, the truth is the world is passing away. And along with it, all that it offers. So let us seek to be about the will of God. You know, our hope is not tied to this world, and it, and it cannot be, for the world is broken, and there is no way to unbreak it, no way to, you know, there's not enough superglue. You know, there is no way for humanity to do that. So we wait. We wait for hope. You now Paul says this later in Philippians, But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly bodies to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. Our hope is in Jesus the Messiah. Our hope is in heaven, hidden in Christ. You know, if we personally believe upon him, when he comes, our, our lowly bodies, uh, Paul calls them tents in Corinthians, will be transformed. And by the same power that he subjects all things to himself, the same power will transform us. So we await this hope. You know, the hope that we bring to our family, our friends, our co-workers, and our community, to our You know, the church, the church's mission is to be an ambassador for Christ. We are entrusted with the message of reconciliation. For man to be reconciled to God. And we are here to implore all of humanity to come to Christ. For in him, all the sins of the world were paid in full. Christ was made sin made all sin upon the cross and the wrath of God was poured out upon him so that we would be able to come to him, believe in him and have righteousness, the very righteousness like Jesus placed upon us as we believe in him. You know, whether man is good, bad or ugly, all of man needs the message of the gospel. You know, the the base of things you know, as i was thinking about hope this week i really you know thought you know where where does the thought of hope apart from god spring from you know, last week we we looked at genesis and we saw you know a lot of the beginning you know which is the word for genesis from the garden you know it all started with a question did god really say you know right there humanity Believed in a lie rather than God. So began the quest to build a life and a hope apart from God. From the Tower of Babel to Babylon the Great in the book of Revelation, man is trying to build a utopia without the Almighty. Joe, Joe was like, what's a, what's a utopia? Is that like Zootopia? I'm like, yeah, it pretty much is. It's where everyone is living in harmony, right? But we've always tried to build that and continue to try to build that without the Almighty. So questions flood humanity every age. Is there a God? Has he spoken? How can we know the purpose and meaning of life? The questions and doubts are abundant through every age. But what we need to point out about these worldviews that we've been talking about, whether it be Marxism, critical race theory, secular humanism, postmodernism, and all the others, is that they are based in naturalism. Naturalism is the philosophical belief that everything arises from natural properties and causes and supernatural or spiritual explanations are excluded or discounted. This closely is linked with what is called materialism, which is defined as a theory that physical matter is the only or is the fundamental reality that all beings and processes and phenomenon can be explained as manifestations or results of matter. Now these are presuppositions in uh, which you know we defined. The last week and short term is they are assumed, they're assumed beforehand. This is how the world works. You know this this all is the is the bedrock for what is you know atheism and agnostics. I can't say agnosticism today, (laughs) but you know atheism is a philosophical or religious position characterized by the belief the disbelief, sorry, <laughs> the disbelief in the existence of God or any gods. And the agnostic, or agnosticism, is a view that the existence of God, of the divine or the supernatural, is unknown or unknowable. There is not enough information. You know, therefore, as the definition goes on, the, the human reason is incapable of, of providing a sufficient rational grounds to de- justify either the belief that god exists or the disbelief that god does not exist so the agnostic would take the the middle the middle seat in the airplane i guess but it says there's not enough information but as we see you know these two views are based on what we can see hear, touch, taste, and smell you know they they would say hey this the scientific method or you know science can explain everything but i i would I would say state and other scientists would as well, not others, but scientists would <laughs> would state that even science cannot take that weight in fact, humanity cannot take the weight of finding its own hope because if there is no morality outside of our social order then every atrocity in history can be justified and if there is no law or lawgiver then all is up for grabs and the order of things can and will be disordered with no absolute truth capital T there are only relativist rel- relative <laughs> excuse me truth small t then We will find ourselves wayward and off the map, making up morality as we go, or truths as we go. And these truths will not answer our questions. They will not fulfill our longings and our utmost need. The answers to life's biggest questions are not answered by those worldviews. They're only answered by the texts of Scripture. And we can know that there is a God. The very first words of Scripture clearly state, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. From the get-go, the Bible says there is an eternal God outside of history and time that made history and time and interacts with his creation. You know, God is there, and he is not silent. No, he speaks, and he tells us what we need to know. All that pertains to life and godliness. And we get this through the knowledge of the Lord. And that's 2 Peter 1.3, a really good verse. His word is breathed out, spoken. He moved men to write his word. It is profitable for teaching. It tells us about God. It tells us about ourselves it tells us our estate and the way to correct it. The means of salvation. It reproofs us. It corrects us. It tells us what, to wrong, what is wrong. It tells us what to work on. And it tells us which way to go. It trains us in righteousness so we can be equipped for every good work. So how do we know? How do we know this is true? Well, we first we look at the world around us. Uh, Let's turn in our Bibles to Psalm 19. Psalm 19, verses 1 through 3. Say this. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. Day to day pours out speech, and night to night reveals knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words whose voices is not heard. The heavens tell us of the glory of God. The the sky shouts the glory of the one who has made it. And it is always there telling us of him from the stars to the moon to the sunsets. Lately, I mean, whoa, they've, been, they've been really pretty. I love October. <laughs> yeah. They proclaim. They reveal who has made it and how glorious he is. You know, Paul in the book of Romans tells us what is. He tells us what can be known about God is plain to us. Because of his invisible attributes that are clearly seen, his eternal power and divine nature are clearly seen day to day. Therefore, all of humanity is without excuse. And that's Romans 1, 19 and 20. God, through what is called in theology general revelation, has clearly told humanity he is real. He is there. So there's no question about information. There's no question about that. The question is, who or what do you trust and have confidence in? And there is one more thing that God gives us. Please turn in your Bibles with me to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. It states this in verses 13 and 14 at the end of the chapter. Solomon says this, the end of the matter. All has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing whether good or evil the text of scripture the, the author of scripture the God of all reveals himself in it and through it the Bible shows us God because it is his revelation and he shows us our meaning our purpose to know God to fear him to love him. This is the whole duty of man, as Solomon says it, And we are to know God and to enjoy him forever. And to get there, we need someone to show us the way, to indwell us, to redeem us, and to make us blameless before himself and his glory. A revelation is defined as the disclosure, the revealing to humans what they would not know and could not know of the divine. We would be in the dark about God unless he revealed himself to us. And religion is actually that. Religion is humanity trying to grasp at the divine. Because we all understand that there is more to life, that there is something or someone out there. But Christianity, with the Bible... The set-apart book is God showing himself to humanity. And just as we saw in the Garden of Eden last week, God comes from man seeking them. You know, without revelation, we're stuck. Stuck in a hopeless mess of a world trying to figure it out because we are unable to see clearly. Now think about, Think about it like this. You get up in the middle of the night and the house is completely dark. What do we we naturally do now? I'm going to reach for your phone, right? Because that's the flashlight. You know, no one has a flashlight by their bed. Who has a flashlight by their bed? Yeah, Bryce, I knew it. (laughs) You know, I I grab my phone, right? You know, I turn on the little screen and make my way, you know. But my house is so lit up, I don't really need one. (laughs) But but that's that's what we need. You know, we need a source of light. We we need to see clearly. You know, it's it's not even a, a thought. You know, that's what you do, right? It's a it's a motion. You grab your phone or, or your flashlight and you know click it on and you're, you're good to go. You know, to see in the dark, we need a source of light. Revelation is a source of light we need, because it is God showing himself and telling us of our estate and showing us what must be done. You know, just like in the garden of Eden God deals with it straight on. You know, first and foremost our condition, like any good father, he tells us plainly, this is your problem. We are sinful, we are in fact born in sin, bent this way, our appetite is for sin. And we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And we see that it has all been started, right? In the Garden of Eden by our federal head. It's another good theological term for Adam. Adam is our federal head. He's the representative of humanity. That is how sin came into the world, and it spread to all. Because all sinned. From the text of Scripture, we see that salvation from this situation, from this condition, is not about works but rather about believing in the one who justifies. You know, the Bible matter-of-factly states, we have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment, and we all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind take us away. And that's Isaiah 64, 6. Even our good is no good. <laughs> And our wrongs take us away like a leaf in the wind. So believing in God is the way of salvation. Jesus says this, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. To the whomsoever who believes in the one sent has eternal life. Whoever takes of the bread of life from the Father's side is saved. That is what trusting in Jesus is all about. Paul sums it up best in the book of Romans. And to the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteous. You know, this is the choice before humanity. Who will we believe in? Who will we trust in? Who will we rest upon? Will we rest upon the one who justifies the ungodly? All these truths come from the breathed out word of God and tell us what we need to know and make choices and live according to it. So why why does this all matter? Or does it matter? Can we just uh, turn a blind eye? No, we cannot. Because we will in fact all be judged. Every one of us will be held accountable to our own actions now please turn in your Bibles with me to Ezekiel, Chapter Eighteen. But Ezekiel, eighteen, verses five through thirteen state this. The man is righteous and does what is just and right if he does not eat upon the mountains or lift up his eyes to idols of the house of Israel, does not defile his neighbor's wife or approach a woman in her time of menstrual impurity, does not oppress anyone but restores to the debtors his pledge, commits no robbery, gives his bread to the hungry, and covers the naked with a garment does not lend at interest or take any profits withhold his hand from injustice withholds his hand from injustice executes true justice between man and man walks in my statutes and keeps my rules by acting faithfully he is righteous he shall surely live live declares the lord god if he fathers a son who is violent a shedder of blood Who does any of these things, though he himself did none of these things. Who even eats upon the mountains, defiles his neighbor's wife, oppresses the poor and the needy. Commits robbery and does not restore the pledge. Lifts up his eyes to the idols, commits abomination. Lends at interest and takes profits. He, shall he then live? No, he shall not. He has done all these things. Abominations, he shall surely die, and his blood shall be upon himself. You know, our actions, our personal actions, matter. If we do what is right in the eyes of the Lord, if we are faithful to what he calls us to, we will live. We'll live in his statutes. But if we do wrong, if we do these abominations, and our blood will be upon our own heads. As I, as I thought about this, you know, as, as I looked at our culture, our culture makes everyone into a victim. You know, when there is no perpetrator, you can all play the blame game, which again is, is found in Genesis 3, as we saw last week. Adam blames Eve, Eve blames the serpent. No one wants to own their wrong. Everyone just wants to blame the other side, the culture, the man for their fate. But the Lord personally calls out to all of us to come to him. Uh, Isaiah 1:18, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. Only God can deal with with the blood upon us, with the sin in us. Only He can make us white as snow. So after we come to see all of that, what's next? You know, we see that the worldview of Scripture strongly disagrees with the worldviews of critical race theory, Marxism, secular humanism, postmodernism, post truth, on and on and on. You know, there's a lot of them out there. We go forward by listening to the truth. Please turn in your Bibles with me to John chapter 18. Chapter 18, uh, verse 37. Right here, uh, Pilate and Jesus are dialoguing, talking about different things. And... (coughs) I'm going to start right here in what Pilate says in verse 37. Then he said to him, so you are a king. And Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born. For this purpose I came into the world to bear witness to the truth. And everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. For this purpose, Jesus Was born, and for this purpose, he came into the world to bear witness about the truth. And to everyone who is on the truth side, listens to the voice of Jesus. So, this is how we go forward by listening to the truth and to be grounded in it by listening to his voice. For he alone is the the voice of truth. You know, in our in our world today we can see that the battle of truth rages everywhere the battle of truth versus lies is everywhere in our broken world you now community is replacing or is to replace family family which god has placed here and spoken to on how it should work free is to replace work hard work because in our day and age disunity is the greatest sin of the age but the bible matter-of-factly tells us we reap what we sow and if you do not work you do not eat you know the whatever the whatever you want to be has replaced male and female that which god has formed and framed and we are made in the image of god Male and female, he created them. Genesis 1 27 for a purpose. The purpose of knowing him, for mirroring his glory. And statism has replaced the natural national civic upon which our nation was founded on. You know, statism, in fact, will give the elite the power and is giving them that. And then there is abortion on demand, which has replaced the truth that life matters. All of life matters. You know, we want to live in the light. You know, we uh, Last week had talked about the narrative of BLM. I, I wanted to talk a little bit more about it. You know, BLM has brought forth a narrative, a narrative that is more and more being believed right now that all cops are blank you know del Tackett said it last week, but i I won't <laughs> so but'll you know that's that's what that means. you know it's this symbol of symbol- uh st- systemic racism. they are the symbol of it in our nation. It is simply not true, and saying that doesn't say that people have not wrongly lost their lives in police actions. You know, justice, not riots and looting, should solve that. Um, the AG over there in Tennessee said this, or yeah, Kentucky. Sorry, mob justices, not justice. That is revenge. You now we uh, need to look at some numbers to really see some of this. You know, our numbers are this: there are there are forty million Black people in the United States, and that's thirteen percent of our population. And that's, that's usually stated saying, hey, see, they're being hunted down statistically. That's, you know, that's the statistic that everyone points at and says this is happening. I'd like to go back to 2017 mainly because 2017 is where a lot of the numbers are, are seen in what I'm gonna point out in the big picture here. In 2017, 457 white people were shot by the police and 223 black people were shot by the police and 179 Hispanics were shot by the police. Now each incident is different and the ones that are under investigation should be and there's a process and procedure to that. But biblically the police are the sword of a government. You know Romans 13:1 through 7, you know they are to bring you know bad guys to justice and reward those that are good. You know that's what a government is supposed to be doing. So excuse me. Well let's uh look at some different numbers. Uh 195,000. It's a lot of people. As we hear those numbers, let's let's listen to a quote here that I found. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. We say these names today to remember the names of so many more in the hope that their lives will not be forgotten. Their deaths must be answered with swift justice and reformative action. They, like so many before them, died because of racist violence or police brutality, which are often one and the same. They died because of systemic racism that festers Within our nation, and pervades our country's police departments. Who do you think said that? It's it's Planned Parenthood. Yeah, you know, I, I I I found that. Yeah, you know, I had heard that BLM partnered with Planned Parenthood, and I was like, that makes no sense. 61.8 million plus people since roe versus wade would probably disagree with that statement there there is something else festering within our nation i think they'd say it's a bigger there's a bigger issue you know in 2017 there were 800,000 sorry 800,600 yeah 862,000 and 320 abortions in the United States alone, and 295, yeah, 295,000 of those were Black people. That's over one third of abortions in the United States. Candace Owens has stated that the Black population would be more than doubled if Planned Parenthood did not exist. It, that's a lot of people. You know, these are all lives. And life matters. But life matters doesn't... Uh, you know, life doesn't matter to the neutralist, to the, sorry, naturalist. You know, The worldviews of the fallen, broken world, life doesn't matter because from womb to tomb... We're just some kind of blob of cells that can be thrown away, discarded. And then yet somehow we got here to have the conversation and yet we're going nowhere. You know, for, the, for the the theist, for the biblical worldview believer, all from womb to tomb life matters. Theism is the belief in the existence of one God viewed as the creative source of the human race and of the world who transcends yet is intimate in the world. Yet we see the truth that God has created the heavens and earth, Genesis 1 1, and we see the truth that He has created us, male and female, to shine His glory, to take care of His creation to multiply, to be blessed and multiply, to have purpose, to know him and to enjoy him forever. You know, this is what we see today. We see a world's hope based on the why. You know, the, we see this, we see the truth of revelation is breathed out from God. And that is our only hope. So what does all of this mean? It, it means that we cannot cater to those worldviews. We must face them with the truth of the word of the Lord. It means you know, that our our worldview, our, our grid of living, our view of life, of ourselves, of our cultures, you know, of others comes from the context of Scripture alone. Not some outside influence or theory. So how do we apply these truths to the day? You know, something festers in Rebels, and it's not truth, right? You know, we, we need daily you know, inoculations, I guess. We need to expose ourselves to the truth of God daily. We need to expose ourselves to the Scriptures we need to seek to live in the light and to point out the red herrings. You know, I've I heard it recently stated, you know, if, if you believed old lives mattered, you would, you would back plan- well, no, you wouldn't back Planned Parenthood. you would back BLM. Oh um, no, because they partner with Planned Parenthood, not to close down those clinics, but to stand for life. Uh, it doesn't make sense that kind of thinking is upside down and we cannot partner with evil paul says this in 1 corinthians you cannot drink the cup of the lord and the cup of demons you cannot partake of the table of the lord and the table of demons all life matters from womb to tomb because and forevermore too not just it doesn't stop at the tomb <laughs> we have not met a mere mortal Because our God is a God of redemption, a God of reconciliation, and he will bring all before him by the blood of his son poured out. This alone is the power of God. This is the good news that saves the abortion doctor, the terrorist, the Republican, the Democrat, the racist, the hater, the murderer, the outcast, and the elite. Paul says it like this. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and also to the Greek. We, the church, cannot and should not hope as the world hopes. We, the church, stand on the gospel, for it is the power of God. It is the hope to all nations and for salvation to everyone who who believes. Let's close in prayer. Uh, Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for everything that you have given us. Thank you for your amazing grace. Thank you for your Son who has come to reveal you your side who is the bread of heaven from your side that we would take and take all the more that we would have eternal life in you that we would await the day where as in isaiah death is swallowed up death is destroyed lord thank you thank you for today thank you that we can be together that we can Learn from your word, Lord. And uh, I just pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.